0: You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here at Locked On Tigers. I am your host, of course, Scott Bentley. Um, We are recapping a... uh, a Minnesota Twins, a tough loss to the Minnesota Twins, a very tough loss. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, extra innings, a lot, a lot to kind of go over. To be honest, that was a uh, that was a a ridiculous game. To be completely honest with you, uh, before we get into it, I gotta let everybody know to listen uh, to the Lockdown MLB Prospects podcast. It's MLB Draft season. Just wrapped up, obviously, and the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast is covering every future star of the MLB. Host Aram Lighten brings you player interviews, farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Lockdown On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right. Um, we're going to go over this game, uh, unfortunately. So let's, where do you guys even want to start? I guess we can start with Matt Manning. Um that probably makes the uh, makes the most sense, Matt Manning on the bump today, and uh, honestly, I think that this was one of the best starts of Matt Manning's career so far. And I know the box score might not uh, back that up too terribly much, but the thing with Manning's up to this point has been the lack of swing and miss stuff. Right? It's been the the just consistent it, the. Consistent lack of of whiffs and uh, not being able to miss very many bats, etc. And uh, th- today he was he was getting a lot more swings and misses than we've been used to. And the fastball usage went way down today. He, he, you know, we I've been talking about after every single one of his starts. At the beginning there, he was throwing like at, at one point in his first couple of starts, he was throwing like damn near eighty percent fastball. Last night he was just a hair under fifty. Uh, that actually that might have gone up in the last couple of batters, but he was in the uh, in the mid high forties uh, for with like an inning left in uh, in his outing. So uh, I, a, a huge and, and all the breaking pitches then then obviously went up. So a very big. Uh, Change in usage and it caused a lot more swings and misses. His final line today would be five innings pitched, five hits, four earned runs, one walk, and four strikeouts. So the walk stayed down while all the breaking pitches went up. That's super encouraging. That's something that that he should be proud of, and that's something that we should take as an encouraging sign. The fact that the walk numbers didn't spike and, and, and fly up, even though. He wasn't throwing his, you know, his straight, for lack of a better term, fastball, right? His, uh, he was throwing the changeup in the curve and and whatnot, uh, and and it didn't increase his walk number. So that's super encouraging. Four strikeouts in five innings is not some masterful, oh my gosh, look how many strikeouts you got performance. However, it's, it, you know, he's had a few starts this year where he's had like one, two strikeouts, so... I will gladly take four and five innings, and, and he mixed in quite a few whiffs in there. I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased, and I know the four and runs is not great, uh, and, and I know he hung the living hell out of a curveball uh, that, that, that was deposited about 900 feet into left field, but as a whole, I think that we should be looking at this start as pretty encouraging for Matt Manny, to be honest. The curveball looked really, really solid, and he was using it a lot more than, uh, as we've already mentioned, we used it a lot more than he has in his previous starts, Uh, and it looks really good, man. I mean, this is a pitch that uh, this specific, outside of the my splitter, the Manning curveball has been probably the single pitch I've been the most excited about in this entire organization for like the last four years. uh like i said Sands the my splitter I, I mean uh this this kid's had a nasty curveball for a while and uh it's nice to see him finally start throwing it a lot more because you know it's fun uh the changeup looks pretty solid the location of it wasn't fantastic the location of of the curveball wasn't fantastic by any means either um the command i should say of it uh you know he, <laughs> the, the one homer was was hung to hell back uh but as a whole, again, I'm really encouraged by the pitch mix that he showed tonight. I'm really encouraged by, uh, by the spin rate was great tonight. It was a lot higher than it has been in uh, all season, which I, I guess is his entire Major League career. Uh, the spin rate was great tonight. So that's super encouraging. The velocity was pretty solid, except for one pitch. Uh, as a whole, he sat around 93 the entire night with the fastball. And then he just randomly threw 87 or 88 miles an hour right down the middle. And it got pumped for a double down the line. I, I don't know what happened there. I'm hoping that that was just a one-pitch thing. And, and I'm pretty sure the next pitch he went back up and threw 91 uh, up and in. So uh, I'm hoping that that's just a, a, a one-pitch weird kind of fluky thing. But it was definitely uh, weird to see. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, so as a whole, again, I know the final box score is not going to be anything too overly pretty, but as a whole, um, I'm really not going to lose sleep over Manning's performance in this game, and honestly, I'm going to take a lot of good out of it. I think it's a pretty encouraging start, all, all things considered. So Matt Manning, decent. We were in the game. We, we made it to extras in the game, whatever. Whatever. i'll uh, i'll I'll take this man manning performance okay uh other pitchers for this game jose cisnero uh one inning pitched also gave up uh gave up a run there got a walk buck farmer came in didn't give up a run but gave up two hits that was stressful um (laughs) joe jimenez came in and pitched a clean inning and then gregory soto uh we'll, we'll get into that at the end to be honest so those were the pitchers tonight. We already went over Manning, Cisnero. Look, man, like like we sent out two of our three best relievers, and Funkhauser was warming at the end, um, and Cisnero and Soto both struggled. Um, and yeah, we'll get into the specifics on the on the Soto thing at the end. But um, a really frustrating game, to be honest with you. A really, really frustrating game. You can probably somewhat hear it in my voice, but that was not a uh, that was not a like sit back and relax and, and have fun while this game happens, kind of a game. That was a very frustrating game on, on a lot of different levels that we will certainly get into. So that's really it for the pitching. I I just wanted to clear the air and, and really drive home the point that even though Manning's stat line isn't gonna be some, you know, Steven Strasberg's MLB debut stat line uh, that I think uh, personally, I'm still going to take a lot of good out of it. And uh, and I think the fan base really should too. And I, I don't think this is a, a horrible performance by any means. And, and I think that it's actually pretty encouraging. So I just want to drive that point home. We'll get into uh, the offense and then the rest of the game here because the end was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty climatic, P- pretty interesting game there at the end. Uh, but first i got to talk to everybody about our friends over at rockauto.com this episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need so why endure often pointless or intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry does not make sense you have computers with rockauto.com at home and in your pocket so save time and money while using rockauto.com, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Again, make it make sense. You can't rock out is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. So go explore their easy, easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, let's uh, let's get back into this game because it was a doozy. Detroit Tigers dropped this one 5-6 in the 10th inning. I don't even know if I said the date or anything. I am so sorry. This game just really put... <laughs> it aged me. Uh, today's Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. Recapping last night's uh, Monday night's game against the Minnesota Twinkies. So, a, uh a, a interesting offensive performance. We will, again, we will get into the, the late game... Drama uh, in, in the final segment, but just as a whole, the offense. I mean, the, I didn't think this was bad, that bad of an offensive performance. We put up five runs. Um, Pineda goes out and gets the start. I think we worked him pretty well. 85 pitches in six innings. Uh, he, he didn't walk anybody, but we were falling off from some pitches and making him work. In in reality. In 2021, we probably should do better against Michael Pineda, but it's not like this is yesterday's or two days ago against the Royals. We're dude with an eight ERA is coming in and lighting us up. Like Pineda's got a, you know a sub four ERA; he's had a pretty nice year to his name. Uh, so to get two runs out of him, I will take that. I'll, I'll, I'll take what the offense did against him. Sure, we get to the bullpen. Duffy comes in, uh, not not great. Uh, Robles, Rogers, Cologne, Feebler, whatever. So, we we used a decent chunk of their bullpen. We had an extra inning in the game, sure. My thing is, uh, a we all know what I'm going to say at the beginning. Uh, you we need to walk more. You got to, got to walk more. Got to, uh, got to get on base more, and gotta. You just have to put pressure on pitchers. You you have to. You have to, you have to draw more walks. That's two games in a row. That's what is that one walk as a team in two games? Didn't we not walk at all in Sunday's game? I'm pretty sure I said that. Pretty sure we had zero walks Sunday and, and, and we're ending this game with one walk in a 10-inning game. That is that that cannot happen. You have to put more pressure on pitchers. You have to make pitchers actually believe that there's a chance <laughs> that that you could take a pitch. <laughs> and Robbie didn't start tonight. And I know Robbie's the source of a lot of our walks. So, so that certainly had a, has a little bit to do with it. But just as a whole, man, you are letting pitchers off way too easily if you are not drawing any walks. That has to be in the back of a pitcher's mind because then they just nibble everything and it's fine and yes we will get to the umping uh, the umpiring because it it was far from fantastic but i I don't care no ump is bad enough well i don't even know if i should go that far this ump was not bad enough to justify a 10 inning game where we only had one walk you you gotta you gotta take more pitches you got to you gotta draw more walks all right I've been I've been on that. There's my there's my my (laughs) my drawing walks rant for the episode, my my uh episodely rant about how important walks are. Um their bullpen is I mean this team is this twins team is not good. And I thought they were gonna be, but they're not. And I'm wrong about stuff. As you guys love to point out fairly often. Okay? This bullpen is far from fantastic. It's not horrible. It's better statistically than ours, but it's far from some elite, fantastic bullpen. We put pressure on him at the end, right? We, we get into extras. I, we should just go into the extras, honestly. We should stop just beating around the bush. I, I wanted to fill like the first two segments with not like the late game drama that was, but we should honestly just cut the crap, okay? And we should just go into it. The ending of this game was preposterous. It was absolutely ridiculous. So, for starters, Gregory Soto goes out and pitches, what, 42, 43 pitches? He's approaching 50. And I don't know if the gun was running hot over there in in Minnesota or what, but it was unreal that he was just pumping 100 at, like, pitch 40. Okay, And that's probably the last majorly positive thing that's going to come out about Soto. I am the biggest Gregory Soto defender on the planet. And have been for, for a while now. For a couple years now. I love this man. I think he has the ceiling to be one of the best relievers in all of baseball. He will not take that step until he can get over this, this I'm going to walk 80 people thing. The ERA is solid. The whip is is not that good, but he's not giving up hits. The hits per nine is not bad. His walk per nine, his walk percentages, the rate in which he walks people, is atrocity. It's atrocious. It has been all year. It has been really his whole Major League career. And tonight, it was on shining display in front of everybody. He walked four people in what an inning and two thirds of work, and all three of the first three were were to essentially walk the bases loaded. In his first inning of work, he comes out and immediately, well, not immediately. There's some strikeouts mixed in there, but he, he walks the bases loaded. That can't happen. You, you you can't you can't be <laughs> man. It's just <laughs> this team is is unreal, man. You can't pump a Hundo into the dirt every single time, and and your slider goes like ninety two miles an hour. It is an anomaly. It is a beautiful pitch. But, but it goes into the camera well. These can happen. And everybody's going to lose grip every once in a while, right? You're going to have your, your wild thing moments. But his are way too common, man. And this is not me saying I'm giving up on him or I don't think he's going to be able to take that next step now or or, or I think any less of him going forward as I did before tonight because that is th- to say that would ju- be just as ridiculous that that's that's stupid I'm just saying it is his biggest by far problem and it needs to start being fixed we're running out of time for him to just consistently throw and and, and here's the thing People, you know, he he gets left in the... He gets brought back out, rather, for the 10th. Yeah? This bullpen blows. This bullpen sucks. Okay? It's not good. So, even though he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat in the 9th, Kyle Funkhauser was really the only person we were going to turn to. And in the 10th, a lot of lefties were coming up, including the man that hit the walk-off, sucks against lefties. He was wildly inconsistent. He was he was all over the place. His command was a joke. And it was what it was not a good outing. It was one of his worst outings. And he was still the best option. Already, whatever, 30 pitches deep of not good pitching. He was still the best option going into the 10th. That is sad. That is a problem. So as as weak as Gregory Soto was tonight, the roster construction going forward is also a massive issue. We had to leave him out because even with how bad he was, he was still the best option. Let that sink in. Not ideal. (laughs) Not ideal whatsoever. All right, let's get into the rest of this game, the umpiring, et cetera, kind of the the late game drama there at the end. Uh, But first, got to talk to everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball seasons at full swing, as you're well aware. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and even your UFC and MMA action. So check out the next pitch. On bet online on your laptop and mobile device to get all the grading sporting news sign-up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game head to the website and use your mobile device sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on it's promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts all right we are back here for our final segment um, reviewing last night's train wreck of a game. Uh, the Minnesota Twins take down the Tigers six to five. Let's get into uh, let's get into the umpiring. The umpiring of this game I am uh, not man. It was not, wasn't great um there was uh we'll see the umpire scorecard tomorrow i'm sure and, and i'm sure there will be a big reaction to it because there always is um and i i don't want to come on here and say that that the tigers got you know absolutely pinched and the twins had a had a huge zone or whatever um because i'm sure there were plenty of bad calls both ways but in crunch time specifically when it mattered the umping was wildly inconsistent um, over the course of the game, I'm sure we had some go our way and they had some go their way. Um, but, but in the ninth and 10th, man, it was tough. It was really tough. The, the top inside corner, whether it was to righties or lefties, the, in the entire last two innings just went away to, to twin sitters. Any, any fastball, any, any pitch, but you know, people don't really throw breaking balls high and inside, any fastball that was a high inside strike was not a strike magically in the ninth and 10th inning. So that was frustrating. Gregory Soto got pinched there in the 10th. He could have had the third out. There's a debate. Uh, And then, you know, a batter later gives up a walk off. Certainly not ideal. Um... Man, like I, I'm, like I, I was uh, an umpire back, you know, for little league, uh, and and a little bit older as well, some some low level, um, like high school stuff. So I, I don't enjoy just coming on and, and like bashing a strike zone really all the time. Um, but when it's bad, it's it's bad. when it's noticeable, it's it's noticeable, man. My biggest thing is just accountability of umpires. Um I I actually don't want Robo lumps. I, I don't. I'm, I'm a big, I, I was a catcher my whole life. I'm a big framing advocate. I think that's part of the game. I think it's an important and fun part of the game. I, I don't like the the Robo strike zone um That being said, I, I do think there needs to be accountability. The umpire system as it stands currently seems to be, you have to keep proving yourself at every level of the minors, right, going up. And, and you get promoted based on how well you do. But then once you make the majors, that accountability just, like, goes away. Like, you don't get demoted after making the majors. That's weird to me. It's weird to me that you you can just, you, you know, all the accountability in the minors and, and all the, like, moving up and down and getting promoted and whatnot based on how well you do. But, but then magically... Kind of once you're in the majors, it's just like okay, well, you know, now you, you're a major league umpire, and that's just that. That that part kind of bothers me. This is a whole side tangent, man. This game just frustrated me. <laughs> this game just really frustrated me, and it was just one thing on top of another on top of another. Um, there's a, I mean, I'm not a big small ball guy. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not a huge advocate for. Uh, for bunting too terribly much, um, but with Derek Hill up and no outs, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not sure. There's an argument to to plop one down the first base line there, and get Zach Short over to the third, especially if you knew that your bullpen was running as thin as it was, and Gregory Soto was going to have to go back out there. That even more so makes me kind of be like, okay, well. You really just want to guarantee yourself a run, right? Then, then screw the first out and, and get a man over to third. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot, and and I'm and I'm not saying any of my opinions here are are fact, but but there's a some of them have to be, right? Right. There, there was way too many. What an emotional roller coaster this game was. There was way too many ifs and buts in in this game to to just. Man, I'm so mentally exhausted just from watching this. So, I guess just as a whole, um, not a very fun loss. Really not a very fun loss at all. And it's more so the... Not more so, but also added on to that, you have the frustration of we win seven in a row and now we've lost four in a row. And the people are just tired man people are just tired of losing it's been half a decade right it's been half a decade of losing people are tired of it and and just everything that could have been highlighted and punctuated and and really gone wrong this game did and I think that, that just all of of everything, Soto and, and the walks, and 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 then sending him back out there for the tenth, and then the umpiring, and, and then just just everything, everything with this game was just exhausting. So I I apologize for if if the quality of this is low, um, but that was that was a very stressful evening. Uh, I did. <laughs> This team gets to me, man. Uh, Before we wrap up, I got to encourage everybody to go listen to Locked on Bets. Betting on the MLB, on baseball, and the Tigers. Doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. I think that's going to do it today. Um, just a really, really frustrating. Oh, and then and then Soto gets a strikeout to end the ninth, and, and the turtle is staring him down. The turtle or the tortoise or whatever the hell his nickname is. Stares him down. Like, what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Heaven forbid this dude show a little bit of emotion after getting out of a bases-loaded ninth-inning jam to send a game into extras. Grow up. Alright. I should I should stop. <laughs> I should I should not be on air anymore. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow, as always. Peace and love, go to Therapy's Dope, and I will catch y'all on the next one. Go tigers, baby.